0: Hello, welcome to this episode number thirty of the okay. IDO Podcast, the dirty. big, the big three o, the dirty thirty, dirty
1: thirty.
0: How are you, brother? Not great. Not great. Tell me about it.
1: Oh, I just um, oh, I think I had too many beers last night, Right. So yeah. I've been reducing my alcohol intake. Mm-hmm. And but we had a bit of an event on, a bit of an online event on mm-hmm. uh, on Call of Duty. Right, with some of the boys because mm-hmm. there was a new season that's opened up. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I stayed up till midnight, which is way past my bedtime. <laughs> right, yeah, and um, had some cans, but I don't think that was a problem. I woke up, I woke up quite uh, feeling quite good. But the issue I had was at six am. I thought it would be wise of me to take a vitamin B tablet. Yeah, that okay. usually makes me like recover <clears throat> faster of a, of a hangover if you've got
0: no food in your stomach.
1: though, they can. Yeah, it You're supposed to have food in your stomach. So mm. I drove here today with the window, and the, the window's down, the sunroof open, with basically my head out the, um, the window, mm. and I smashed a croissant.
0: Let's see if that... I, I'm noticing a bit of a thing that maybe, because we, we, we tend to chop and change the days that we record on based mm. on schedules and stuff like that, and I feel like 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning might not be the right time to record for you anymore. It's a terrible time. It's a terrible mm. time. Because I yeah, like cool things. i have to sort something out. So we will be recording on Friday next week. Yes. Yeah, so because we've basically. got something very special coming for uh, yeah. for all of you out there. Um, just to, again, because we started last week's episode with a couple of shout-outs. Uh-huh. I want to start this episode with a shout-out. And I want to read out uh, the comment of the week from, mm-hmm. from last week. Because uh, thank you for all of your interactions on YouTube. Um, I didn't check it this morning, but when I had a look... It might have been a day or two ago. We're up to 1,500 impressions on last week's video. So, again, the week before, 81 total, and it's just stopped there. So it's interesting how these, these comments and the the interaction that we're getting, um, look, not only are you helping us with the algorithm with YouTube, but it's actually some really interesting stuff that's coming through it as well. So I do encourage you, again, this week, join the conversation because it's been really interesting. Say anything you want. Yeah, absolutely. Um but our comment of the week uh, coming from our friend, Good and Loud, yep. who is a, uh, a very regular contributor. So I just, just want to read it out and then maybe we can discuss a few things on it. So yep. his comment was, interesting thoughts on religion. I'd have to disagree, though, as people existed before religion, had established laws before religion, and this suggests that we didn't need that framework to establish right and wrong. We were able to govern ourselves. I support it gives people comfort to know they're heading somewhere and support morals, but I feel it was established to explain the unexplainable. If you look through Greek mythology, the gods were created to explain lightning, death in volcanoes, etc. that we could not comprehend at the time. Notice how those gods aren't worshipped now that we have an explanation. Death and the afterlife is still the unknown, as is creation, so we need something to plug the gap. We inherently fear the unknown, we don't fear the dark, more the unseen that could be in it. I also enjoyed the, we can't have no carbon or the plants will die, laughing emoji. Uh, Plants have existed before animal life and I'm sure will survive after. The goal is not to uh, eliminate carbon completely, more reduce slash collect the additional carbon we make to reuse. Good pod though, interesting topics. So out of that, the thing I really liked was, your like when you brought up Greek mythology, because I think that's so true and it's so accurate. You know, we we do fear the unknown. We do want to explain things that we can't explain. So if we can find something to believe in, it sort of makes us more comfortable with the idea.
1: Yeah, I'm going to push back a little bit on the, there were laws before religion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think there's any evidence of that.
0: Um, I did leave a comment back to this on on uh, YouTube last week, because I, I agree, like... I what I basically said was, um, you would have to agree that societies after religion has come in, apart from the ones who like, apart from pushing your values on other religions, but societies that have come after religion uh, was created are probably more civilized than societies before that. Uh, maybe maybe we shouldn't use the term
1: religion. Maybe we should use a belief system mm-hmm. because I think if you went back through all of time, mm. there were belief systems which we would tend to call a religion by today's standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, back to African tribes worshipping a certain deity is yeah. a, a religion. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if there's any evidence of laws prior to a belief system.
0: Mm. Yeah, true.
1: It's, look, we'll, not, we'll never know, yeah. right? And the carbon thing... Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm not worried about the plants not, not growing. Mm-hmm. There has been more carbon in the earth on planet yep. Earth than what we have today mm-hmm. by a massive multiplier. And I group that we, we we do need to figure out what we're doing with it. i just hate to go to all that trouble, spend all that money, lose all those jobs. And then have a volcano go off, and then usually yeah, reset the clock. That's
0: right, because like I feel like you're exactly right. Like we're probably not ever concerned about going to zero carbon emissions. However, I'm sure Mother Nature or Earth or whatever you want to call it, being a being an organism, would go, "Oh, my carbon levels are too low now. Let's find an additional way to get some carbon into the atmosphere." So I'll create another active volcano. Or even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't, um, it, it's it's not working like a natural cycle.
1: If that happens, mm. if it's big enough, we're back to square one. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but it like... was great. Oh, we, but it—it's it, a really nice. It was a good conversation. It was a good thought piece. Mm-hmm. It did get us thinking. Um, we love it. Yeah, keep it coming. Bring, yeah, keep it coming. Absolutely, keep Bring it coming. on. But and and that comment, we can't can't stress enough how important the comments are. Mm. We, The fact that we can go from 80 impressions to 1,500 impressions just because we're having a little conversation in the comments, it helps us out. That's right. It's free. Just Mm -hmm. do it. Yep. Just write something. Yeah.
0: Um, And I mean, like, again, it's probably not a coincidence we picked up an extra subscriber this week. So, obviously, we've only got a small amount at the moment, but any extra subscribers that we can pick up are going to assist us because that means... More weekly views and, you know, hopefully more interactions and yeah, it you know, and, it, and it's going to grow. So, again, we really appreciate all your help so far. And mm. if you could keep the support up, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, so, I also, in response to another another uh, fan question, um, I've booked in my DEXA scan for next Tuesday. Right. And to celebrate booking in my DEXA scan, I yesterday ate KFC, a bag of CCs and a maxi Yeah. <laughs>
1: Maxibon, nice. Yeah, it was really good too. Yeah, I haven't too. had a
0: MaxiBond for probably years, but um, it was really nice. Um, so, yeah, that's booked in for Tuesday. So, if I get some results, if I have a slightly higher uh, body fat percentage, I've already built in my excuse today uh, of it was all based on what I ate on Friday. Slightly higher than what? So. Yeah, like, I was asked to sort of make a prediction of what, what I think. I think my body fat percentage would be somewhere between 20 and 25%.
1: I think it's way more than that. Why? Because I think, unlike elite athletes, mm. 10%, like male, like elite athletes, mm-hmm. 10%.
0: Mm-hmm. It depends what sport you're in, but, yeah. Like, the actual Shred City guys are, like, 5% like like bodybuilders and yep. stuff, at yep. shows and stuff. So you're not work. that? No, I'm definitely not that. The, the
1: reason and you're not elite athlete? No, I'm not. So, that's the, the 10%
0: The reason why I'm thinking 20 to 25% is that I hold weight typically in my gut, but I, I hold very little fat elsewhere in my body. So, and I again, I, I could be dead wrong. I, I think it's 30%. You think it's 30%? Mm. Okay. So, I'm prediction... So yeah, undeserved, and I can share the results next week. Everyone so, put,
1: put your number down, what, you yeah, what do you think? Yeah, throw in the true. comments
0: what percentage of body fat you think I am. I'll, uh, I'll give you... I mean, the audio listeners can't see this, but like... It looks like 30 for the audio listeners, so write down 30. Write <laughs> down 30. <laughs> there we go. 30's a safe bet. There you go. That's um. That might be the thumbnail <laughs> right there, know. right, <laughs> thing. YouTube might uh, auto-generate auto that thumbnail. But yeah, so that's booked in for Tuesday, so you... I'm going to get one done. Yeah, you're going to have get, to get I'll one I'll done. I'm on. get one done next week as well. So also put in the comments what, uh, what you think Alex's percentage is going to be. I think I'll be more... I think I'll be more... More than 30? And more than you. I'd say it's probably right. Yeah, which is a shame
1: because it's the first time in my life I've been heavier than you.
0: Yeah, it's probably sad too because you're heavier than me, but I've been lifting weights for longer than you too. So I think the, the fat content is going to be high. But we never know. Less weight. Well, you never know until um, you actually get these things done. Mm. So, and they're actually not as expensive as I thought. Like, I was thinking it was going to be like $100 and something, $75. Yeah. And if you go um, any additional times within the next 12 months to sort of keep track of where you're at, they only charge you $55. So, oh, that's pretty, pretty that's good. Reasonable. And it's probably like a, a pretty good thing to do, you know, as a, as a couple of blokes in their thirties, like we're on that tipping point of where, you know, your metabolism slowed down 10 years ago. And then now it's like, if you don't do something now before you turn 40, then it becomes harder again, once you are 40 to actually correct your habits. and those oh, I'm noticing of that. how
1: hard it is now compared yeah. to like the progression that I used to get when i go to the gym as a younger man. Mm. Compared to what it is now, mm-hmm. like, my, like, I mean, I'm I'm progressing at a snail's pace now compared to
0: what it used to before. I mean, a lot of it comes down to testosterone. Like, I think men's testosterone peaks when you're about 19 years old, mm. um, and obviously, through you can manipulate in certain ways, but naturally, you sort of peak at around 19 years old, and it gradually starts to come down from there. And testosterone, the number one thing that, that changes with. Um, with you being able to train is how fast you recover Hmm. so that's that's the like a lot of people go oh if you take steroids you can lift more weight well it's not really that it's just that you can recover faster which means you can train more often and train harder which therefore allows you to have more progression in a faster rate um and that's what i notice these days is that my recovery time is is so much longer than it used to be um like I cuz I I sort of stopped doing the weights for about 2 months when I was sick um and I did a squat session on Tuesday and even yesterday being Friday I was still walking funny whereas it used to be like I would do I'd feel maybe um ordinary the next day on some extreme cases I'd get DOMS on day 2 mm. but a lot of the times I just wouldn't and I'd be ready to train again 2 days later now it's 4 days later and like I feel good this morning probably because I had my first decent sleep of the week last night. Um, I had nine hours with one interruption, which is me getting up to pee last night. So, yeah, it's see that's, beautiful.
1: that's less than my average, and I had my worst sleep, or oh, when I say worst sleep, my shortest sleep, Yeah, going to bed after 12, and then waking up at 6. Yeah, yeah, six true. Yeah, well, was half asleep for me.
0: Yeah, that, even that's a good one for me <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. Um, but yeah, so in, it'll be interesting to see what the results are. Put in the comments, um, body fat percentages, uh, because they, they give you... I think the readings are body fat, lean muscle mass, and bone density. Isn't visceral fat a separation between visceral fat and um, some other fat? Um, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. They might, might we'll find depend out. on where you go okay. as well. we'll go um, yeah, but it'll be interesting. Because the other thing that I'm interested in too is bone density. Because again, that's something else that as you age, your bone density tends to decrease. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that uh, weight training is very important for is it actually, like a lot of people think you just build muscles. Well, it actually helps build your bone density as well because yeah. your your skeleton is your framework that holds all the muscles on yeah. it. So if there is more load on the skeletal framework, then it will also build and improve too. Sure. Uh, which again, super important as you age. It's one of the reasons why, um, you know, older people unfortunately have issues when they like have a fall. Because number one, they don't have the muscle mass to catch themselves. And number two, because they haven't had that muscle mass for such a long period of time, you get bone deterioration as well, mm. which means things break easier. So, very, very important. Uh, anyone who is not doing any form of exercise or training at all, regardless of what age you are, you should just start doing something.
1: So, I'm I, that guy. I was that guy, you know, mm. and I made the excuse a couple of years ago that. I think the last time I was really doing something was when I was playing basketball, and and I was really enjoying it. I was in pretty good shape, and then I just stopped because I was you know too busy. Yeah, and um, like I'm even noticing now, you know, trying to trying to deadlift the weight I can do, my hands can't. Yeah, you grip strength. I can't can't keep up with it. Yeah, I can't grip the bar for long enough to finish three sets. Yep, and then and that that's plays with me psychologically too because I'm like that's a real issue to me. Yeah. Where, that, you know, if you have to rely on your grip... hmm And chances are, in a, in a jam, you're going to have to rely on your grip strength. hmm And if it's not there, it's not there. Yeah. So, yeah, so working on that. Definitely working on that. I
0: was, um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. And... Um, because obviously, like, growing, growing up as a man or as a bloke and as, as decent-sized guys... Um, I had never truly felt vulnerable in my entire life until I tore my ACL three, four years ago now. Um, and I'll always remember this moment that it clicked where, um, so I used to, uh, used to live in Labrador, which is not the nicest neighborhood. It's not as bad as it used to be, but it's not a nice neighborhood. And I would get home from work and it would usually be dark, seven, seven thirty at night. And I would, used to take my dog for a walk because the dog parked us up the street from us. And uh, my current wife, Amanda, used to say to me, I can't believe that you do that. Because it's not, it's not like, it's not. It's this, dark. It's dark. It's not well lit. There's like maybe one or two um, sort of lights in there, but it's trees everywhere. It's a really, really big park. And the weird thing is when you're wandering around it at night time and when you see like a single bloke in there with no dog, like that, then that happens. And then you just go, could be dogging. Could be. (laughs) Yeah, could be. Mm. Absolutely. Um, But that is, that is sort of thing. So anyway, I, I used to do this all the time, was never, was never concerned about it at all. And then I did my knee and all of a sudden I couldn't move. Uh, like anywhere I mean because I've always been fairly athletic fairly capable I just pretty much couldn't move at that point and I remember take like when I had done the surgery and was just starting to get back into all the rehab stuff because it took me forever to actually be able to walk long distances properly Yeah. and I remember taking uh, my dog to the dog park one night and I was wandering around and I was like I feel vulnerable for the first time in my entire life mm. This is what it feels like to be a woman walking the streets at nighttime. Yes. I felt it for the first time.
1: Yeah.
0: And I never want to feel like that ever again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's why, I mean, for me, getting back into training has been so important. Because number one, the reason why I did my knee in the first place was because I was just like you. I used the excuse that I was too busy because I was working 10 hours a day plus commuting. And... You know, I mean, I had weekends and stuff like that where I could have done stuff on, but I was always too tired. Mm-hmm. And I was probably too tired because I wasn't doing any sort of sure. training or anything like that. Um, and the problem was I had let my, the strength of my body deteriorate to a point. And then I, play, I, 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 the, I started the ball rolling on my knee playing basketball. That was when I first tweaked it. And again, it was because my head still thought I could do certain things, which my body couldn't keep up with. And then I tweaked my knee um, because the structures around it weren't strong enough and that sort of thing to actually maintain yeah. it. So number one, I never want to get an injury like that again because yeah. it literally set me back three years yeah. as far as like training and and just being fit and healthy goes. It set Are me. Are you going to tell
1: years. the viewers what actually what actually snapped it? Because it wasn't sport.
0: <laughs> well, was it? It wasn't sport, was it? No. Well, they they you, you t- sort of no the the surgeon. The, the surgeon thought that it was the basketball incident which snapped my ACL, but then because I didn't... So, okay. I'll, I'll start at the beginning. So...
1: No, you don't need to start at the beginning. All you need to do is
0: tell us when it went pop, because I heard it. Well, yeah, okay. Where, where were we? We were... In, not on the basketball court. We were not on the basketball court. We had travelled to Sydney to watch Jerry Seinfeld live. Yeah great show it was it was a fantastic show yeah so Jerry if you want to come on the podcast you just let us know mate yeah Um, we can even do it in a car if you want um so we we had gone to see Jerry Seinfeld live and then we uh caught up with our friend Emily so shout out to Emily too uh and we went to the casino and after a few other after a few other venues and I was blind and um, I feel like perhaps it may have gone because of the additional walks back and forth between the casino floor and the ATM but I have that I had to go to. but
1: also the fact that we were walking back to the apartment and I said, okay, I'm going in the room, and you said, no, I'm going for McDonald's. Uh, it had
0: already gone at this point. So it, yeah. it, it went when we were at the casino. Yeah, but we were staying at Circular
1: Quay, so it, 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 people that know Sydney, it, where Circular Quay is, where the wharf is, it's steep up. To it's very go. steep. So I'm like, no, nah, man. Like, and he's limping. I'm like, no, man, let's just... You don't need McDonald's. It's 5 o'clock in the morning, mm. right? Let's go to bed. No,
0: yeah, so... You can do it. No, I... Because I, I was blind and I was upset because my knee was, like, at this point, already starting to expand. Yeah. Uh, I wandered down the very, very steep hills to get some macas. So there's a reason why he doesn't want to be like that. But the, the first part that it went... So the surgeon believed that my ACL at least partially tore playing basketball. And you'll remember because you were at the game, weren't you? Yeah, yeah oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I, saw, I saw that. Yeah. I also heard the pop and the pop at McDonald's
1: was worse than the pop.
0: Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. So yeah, I never want that to happen ever again. Um, so yeah, training and stuff super important. Get into it right now, regardless of how old you are. You know, we've got some older viewers and some older listeners that that follow the podcast. You guys should be doing stuff too. Um, my my mother-in-law actually has just gone, um, she's t- taking part in a, a, it's like a trial slash uni uh, focus group sort of thing about bone density. Mm-hmm. And they've done like some scans and stuff on her. And then I think they've got two two groups and one of them is doing weight bearing exercise, which is the one that she's in. And another one is, I, c- I can't remember what the other one's doing, but they're tracking them over a period of time. Then they're going to like do the scans and stuff again and see what the, uh, uh, what the results are so I'll, I'll get those results sure. too and I'll, I'll share them on here as well
1: so we had a shifting gears, we had a question posed to us by um, one of the one of the viewers and it's a question that's come up a few times and I think the reason why it's slightly pertinent now is that some of the, some of the people, some people in question have come back to the fray mm-hmm. so basically the question was can you separate the art from the artist mm. so what does that mean there's, so like can you still listen to Michael Jackson music having known well what he was alleged to have done mm. so I thought we, we would spitball
0: that idea for a little while so <clears throat> there's a, again you're right like there I think one of the prompts is obviously Chris D'Elia emerging, emerging from the wilderness yep. after about six months out from after his allegations uh, more than that it'll be 12 months actually probably is yeah you're, you're right. right yep because um, yeah so for me COVID's kind of a black spot like yeah. you, you I, I sort of forget how everything just shut down last year so it's like that time doesn't even exist anymore it's the new norm. Oh, yeah, it's the new norm yeah um, but yeah so there's like obviously the Chris Lee thing so if you don't know Chris
1: Lee is a comedian uh, he basically got called out by a load of uh, women because he was quite um, the women were very young yeah and it appeared that he had had relations with younger girls. Mm-hmm. Not proven. No complaints have been filed. Yeah, but he does like young
0: girls. Yeah. So the it, yeah the the allegations were of like grooming. Yeah. Um, again, not proven or anything like that. But the, I mean, look, let, let's start with that for a start. Um, it's it would be a very very difficult place to be for anyone who is accused, regardless of whether you're guilty or innocent. Because in this day and age, it's very, very tough to, like, everything's so touchy. Well, let, no, let, let's not get,
1: let's not divert Okay. From, the question is, so will you listen to Crystal? D'Elia's um, comedy? I will. Yeah. Okay, but someone worse. So someone, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby's the worst of the worst. Yeah. Or one of the worst of the worst. Yeah. He's done some horrific things. Yep. Yeah. Is he still funny? Yeah. I agree. And this, and this is... Uh, this, I'll say why I think so.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of art forms, and I say art forms because I mean everything to do with art, mm-hmm. usually resonates with people, I believe, because it shows something that you, want, you would not have created yourself mm-hmm. and you would not have expected. Yeah. Okay? So it comes from a different place. Mm-hmm. So if the majority of society is going one way, Mm. and then there's a minority of people going the other way, they'll probably show you something that you've not ever seen before. Yeah. Okay? Now, I don't want to say that you have to be an evil person to create art. Mm -hmm. That's like... And anyone that uh, commits a crime should be held accountable for their crime. Mm -hmm. Okay? But you can still appreciate... I think an advanced civilization would appreciate the difference between the person that did it mm. and the art itself. Yeah. So, uh, Cosby's jokes are still funny. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K.'s jokes... are still funny. They're still funny. Michael Jackson's music is still good. Mm-hmm. They've just done some horrible things.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's that whole thing of, I guess, um, you know, there's a fine line between genius and insanity. Yeah. And and like it, it, this doesn't even have to be about artists like um, I, I'm i one of those people who I've I've always been able to separate not even the art from the artist but the, the person from the job so to give you an example in a practical sense I have worked in the past for managers who I like as a person but I think they're terrible at their job mm. and I have said as much and I have you know done you know I've had made complaints or whatever but I'm like this is a person who if I never worked with them I could have a beer with them in the street and have a great time because the person I really enjoy them but as in the job they're terrible at it and I feel like there should be someone else who's better at it doing that particular job so in that way I can separate the person from their profession um in in an art space I mean you even look at like like, heavy metal music's a very good example. Like, someone who is screaming in heavy metal music, that's not something you see, in, or you even... Like, if you do see it in in the wild, in public, you don't gravitate towards that. You don't something gravitate... usually going wrong. That's right. So you don't gravitate towards a person screaming in the street because you're like, oh, there's, there's potentially a danger there. But I think heavy metal music resonates with a lot of people because it hits something primal inside us where we're like, you know, we, we as human beings, we feel anger, we feel rage mm. sometimes. So it it, it kind of half gives you an outlet to be able to express those feelings that you're feeling yourself. Yeah. But it's a extreme feeling. No, that's right. And it takes a special kind of person to be able to put themselves out there to express those feelings in a in a public forum sure. and be and be judged on those. So yeah, look, I think I think the the you know, Crystal Ear, I always found him really really funny. Ironically, one of his funniest things I've ever seen him in was when he was on Workaholics, which is an episode now that's banned from all the networks where he literally plays a pedophile on on Workaholics. Mm. It was hilarious. The way he did it was so funny. Yeah. Like, I, I loved that episode. And obviously, yeah. I watched it before all this stuff came out. But it was so funny. And if you can find it, just watch it. Cause I think it, it's on YouTube. I think it's right. It's gold, right? It's gold. Um, But... And look, it's making light of a very sensitive subject. Like... Yeah. You know, obviously we we're not pro pedophiles by any stretch of the imagination, but joking about it at least gets people talking about it in the public space too.
1: Yeah, I I think you should be able to joke about anything. I, hope
0: I completely agree.
1: Yeah, that's a uh, who who's now who's the most heinous, I suppose, in
0: throughout all time. Look, Bill Cosby's the worst. Like Bill Cosby in modern times is the, the worst because they they actually think that he might statistically be the most prolific rapist of. The modern era, right? Not the stigma you want to attach. No. To yourself. No, that's right. Um, and I mean, like, look, look back through like historical figures. Like, look at Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan gets celebrated for his achievements. He banged everyone. Like, what? What? What's the? What's the percentage of the population that I think twelve percent. Twelve percent of the population can be traced back to one dude.
1: Yeah. I like, think he. Um, don't forget that by landmass, the. Um, King's Khan was the greatest ruler. The largest empire by, yep. by landmass. Yeah. The la- the largest empire by people was the British Empire. Right. And they do some nasty
0: stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, look, that, that's the thing. Like, at the, at the end of the day, I think what we need to... We need to actually remember as a society is that... Uh, no one no one is perfect. Yep. And anyone who gets put up as some sort of uh, holier than thou deity, there will be skeletons in the closet.
1: Oh, I like what you said. You've said it before about let's stop uh aspiring to oh well, let's let's stop listening to what a football has yeah, to stop, say. Yeah,
0: stop stop putting athletes out there like they're some sort of moral role model. You're not. You're just really good at a sport. Yeah. And again, you can have an opinion on stuff. That's cool. Let's stop putting so much gravity in what, what they say. Yeah. Um, like because we know you did a for of boys, we know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 look, the other thing too is like you you've also got this thing where not only are we asking people who don't know about a particular subject what their thoughts are on the subject, oftentimes their answer to that question is formulated by their publicist and handed to them. So it's not even a real yeah. a real opinion anyway. It is, and usually it. all it is is my opinion is in line with the mainstream ideas on this at this point in time, and I'm going to leave myself an out clause just in case that changes in the future.
1: So it's funny that you mentioned that because there was that guy, I can't remember his name, uh, 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 Alistair, uh, okay, anyway, I can't remember his name. Mm. He did a video of what Chris Lee should have done Right. Yeah. Pub- publicly, and one of the things that you brought up was now in the internet age, so back before if a scandal came out, mm-hmm. if, if it wasn't true, you just did nothing. Yeah. Let, let the news cycle pass you. That's right. But he made a really interesting point that if, let's say, if a mainstream media outlet calls you out on something, mm-hmm. then the second tier news outlets will pick it up next, mm-hmm. and then the bloggers will pick it up next, yep. and we'll get it next, right? And there's five layer, four or five layers. And they're they're saved forever on the internet for people to refer back to. And if you and do a top, search... If you, on... do nothing, if you do nothing about it, it's at the top. That's right. So, that is something I never, ever, ever considered before. Mm. And, um, and he was like, you need to attack. Yeah. And I think in his case, too, because he didn't, sure, what he did was deemed in society is not very nice mm-hmm. by, uh, literally texting 50 girls, you know, a night, every show that he had. Yeah. And sleeping with them. Mm. Uh is is not a nice thing to talk about. Everyone was complicit yeah. in it. Uh it it's not um it's not that was not an evil thing, so it shouldn't have cost him a year of his life. Mm. Now, he's dealing with it through um he realized he's got an addiction. Yeah. So that maybe that's a good part out of it, is that he's realised that He's got a addiction he's working on it, so he's seeking some counselling for that, so
0: that is a which, good thing. which is something that I think I mentioned to you um, earlier in the week when we, when we sort of discussed this when you put the video out, is I was always... Like, com- comedians talk about it all the time. Comedy can generally come from a dark place. Now, Chris D'Elia had a very, like, good upbringing, a loving family... Rich family. Rich family. Um, so it's sort of like, you know, there's probably not that... I mean, there'll be some level of darkness there but, um, or some level of needing to be heard, which is why he's gone into that sort of profession in the first place. But it's been widely publicised for a long time that he doesn't drink, that he doesn't take drugs, or, and the whole thing was that like you know, comedy is the drug. And as someone who I've been victim of many vices in the past, like I mean, I still am now, but um, I understand what sort of control vices can have over you. Like, I've, I've gone through phases where I've drank too much. I've gone through phases where I've gambled too much. Um, but I've been, I guess, cognitively aware enough to go, okay, this is too far now and I'll Mm. pull it back. So I always wondered what his real vice was, you know, and he used to say his real vice was comedy, which is why he used to perform every night. And now he's come out and gone, well, I think the real vice really was the attention he was getting from his comedy, which was allowing him to sleep with girls every single night of his entire life, which is why he performed so much. Yeah. But even out of that too, like, you're right, like, you know, society ethically goes, oh, that's not right, that he's messaging all these girls. But let's not pretend too that, like, you know, people are attracted to people of status. Sure. So let's not pretend that some of these girls aren't sliding into his DMs. Like, I'm sure he's not just going to a different state and then trying to, like, see who's around him and then add those people. I'm sure he goes, hey, guys, I'm, I'm playing in a show in Dallas. And then all these girls in Dallas go, "Hey, I'm in Dallas. Let's hang out." Into his DMs, and then yeah. he just selects. He just from there. them in. Yeah, like yeah. you know, and again, it's something that like even I go like I'm I'm 32. The the thought of kicking around with teenage girls as a 32 year old guy, I'm just like it just doesn't interest me yeah. at all. But I know that for a lot of guys, it does. I mean, like he's like what 40? I think now. Yeah. Like even that in itself, I just go like I, I guess. Me person- everyone's got a kink everyone's got a kink that's right and like I don't, I don't know I think I find it difficult sometimes to converse with people who are in different life phases to me because I, I can't resonate with what they're what, what's bothering them is he different. wasn't talking
1: and, and, and it, was not, it was obviously a, a, a physical thing not a um, yeah. he wasn't having a relationship
0: no no of course Yeah. Um, but yeah but look I guess getting back to your original point I still find his comedy really funny it's hilarious, it's and and the thing is that, like, again, we've got to we've got to stop pretending that in this day and age that ev- that everyone should be perfect because we're not. Like, one of my biggest concerns at the moment is that we are trying to pretend that everyone should be the same. We used to actually celebrate diversity, mm. you know. But like, uh, Australia is a multicultural country. We we celebrate the fact that on any given night you can go out and get food from any corner of the world. Mm. You can get Chinese. You can get you know Middle Eastern food. You can w- whatever you want. Do we really want all of that to just be a sausage and bread? Well, going back to
1: the uh, ancient gods, the Greek gods, mm. the thing about the uh, that system is that they showed the fallibilities in human psyche. Agreed. Yeah. Every you know all those.
0: Uh, all those traits are traits that the human has. Mm. Norse mythology was the same too. Yeah. So Odin, who is, you know, basically the god of wisdom, he he was seeking wisdom even though he was so imperfect. Yeah. And all the stories around him are like he was like a philanderer and all these things, um, which are obviously seen as imperfect human traits. Um, but out of like through all of that, he was learning and trying to seek wisdom and uh, uh, like trying to figure out what the real meaning of life was. Yeah. Whereas you're right, maybe it's because we live in a Western society which is primarily based on a Christian culture where we've got this one all powerful, all seeing, almighty perfect. God who is perfect and we, we're we trying to hold everyone to, to the same um, standard. Yeah. But the thing is, too, like any. Anyone who slings mud at someone for doing something, like look, if you're like you said, if someone does a crime, they should be prosecuted. Sure. and They should, to the full extent of the law, they they should be. Doesn't um, matter how good an
1: artist they, they are. Prank. They should be absolutely.
0: Yep. But if someone does something that you might like, might be on an ethical borderline, a grey area, like the Crystal Ear thing, where obviously he just liked young girls. Um, did he ever knowingly court or sleep with someone who was underage? not judging by the receipts that everyone has mm. on that on that matter. But ethically, he's on the borderline of what people think is right and wrong. Like, if you th- throw mud at him, you better be perfect. Yeah. You, you better be. Because... Unfortunately, there's
1: an industry around building, and that's that's what this, this guy was coming out saying, yeah. attack. Yeah. Attack that, And he had every right to attack that because the stuff was not...
0: And interestingly enough, now that I really think about it, someone who got Me Too'd at a similar time was Brian Callen. mm mm-hmm. And Brian Callan, he attacked. Yeah. And he's already back on his podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, he's been basically working almost the entire time.
0: That's right. And, and again, like, and the other thing too, and in the, in the flow-on effect from it as well, is unfortunately, being that those guys are in show business, a lot of Chris D'Elia's friends distanced themselves from him publicly when yeah. this all happened. Which again, I think is like, it, surely you guys would have known him, you would have known the bloke, and you would have known whether or not he was actually doing the wrong thing. Yep. So you if if you thought that he was a piece of shit, you shouldn't have been mates with him in the first place. Yeah. If you knew he wasn't a piece of shit and hadn't done anything legally wrong,
1: back. you should have backed him. Yeah, but, but everyone's
0: he's... too worried about themselves. But that, that
1: Hollywood microcosm, that's that's a different that's a different world. It's an incestuous world. Mm. Everyone it, it's, it's all dirty, but yeah. everyone has to act nice and mm. I d I don't think that's a good example
0: of Yeah, because what... it's all based around people pleasing. It's yeah. like, I need people to like me, otherwise I won't get shows, I won't get gigs, I won't get parts do, in a movie. Do
1: you think in an alternate universe, Chris Lee's taking down cougars? <sighs> and he's, he's ringing them on the rotary dial uh, telephone every night? It's an interesting thought.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And do you think, I'm
1: sure there is one. Do you think anyone would care if that were the case? No. Do you yeah. know there's this comedian that comes to town, right? He comes to town, and he literally goes through the yellow pages... <laughs> <laughs> and dials 50
0: be middle-aged the, women it'd be the white pages white I? pages yeah. fif- 50 do the, you guys even know what the it, yellow pages and the white pages are middle-aged women and hooks up with them it's disgusting <laughs> it is abhorrent behaviour um, no one would say that we we um, like getting back to some other artists like we Amanda and I were thinking of like one of our wedding songs we were considering was The Way You Make Me Feel by Michael Jackson mm. He could have been singing that as a kid. <laughs> like, but we were considering that having that song at the most important day of our lives. Like because the banger.
1: It's a great song. It is a great song. It is a great song. So yeah, I think I think I I definitely can and I think you can too, separate the art from the artist. And I think we should in in you know, and like you said about our work colleagues, you know. Well, maybe with friends too. There's probably some friends that you have that you don't necessarily want to have a drink with but you want to go go-cutting with. Mm. We'll do that, you know? yep. do and, that. And if there's someone that... It, it, it's okay. You don't have to like everything. No. And as long as it's safe and as but, long as they're not but dangerous. But this is,
0: this is what real... Everyone's
1: got a friend that likes to party harder than everyone else. Well, yeah. And you just know nothing good happens after 10 o'clock
0: together. Right? <laughs> right? And look, this is where it comes down to real true acceptance but also personal responsibility. Because I think one of the things that, um, you know, that, that partying guy, a really good example is um, that partying guy is often the person that people blame and are like, oh, I drank too much last night and I feel like shit because Alex just didn't want to, he just didn't want to stop. He just kept buying me drinks and yeah. it's, like, it's like, if you want to stop, you could have stopped. Yeah. Like the fact that you're saying that means I'm a slave to my surroundings, I take no personal responsibility for my actions. Like, number one, have some personal accountability. No,
1: but that's... I don't think... So anyone that says that, they don't really believe it. They're like, I'm so glad that guy was there. Like, in their oh, mind, yeah, they're yeah. saying...
0: I thought you meant what? saying p- have a personal accountability, not the, like, oh, I blame that guy. It's all yeah, this yeah, not, yeah, yeah. They blame the guy, but they don't blame him. They the blame him for having a great night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also...
1: But in like, context, don't go out with that friend every weekend if you can't handle it, right? Yeah, that's Just right. Just understand it. And, and be open and have that conversation with that person and say, dude, like... I love parting with you once a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it takes take me 364 part. days yeah. to recover again. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But see, this is also... So and me, just like when that person wants to play board games, that person should be able to ring you up and say, hey, I want to play board games with you
0: once a year. Yeah, exactly right. right. Um, but this is another thing, too, about true acceptance of people. So what I find interesting in today's social climate is like, in the quest for acceptance and diversity... We're creating more division and, and yeah. than we've ever had before. Um, and like I was saying before, like about um, we should be celebrating people's differences. We should be celebrating cultural differences uh, because we get a lot of benefit from diversity, like diversifying a share portfolio. Like all of them bring good things to the table yep, and absolutely. we should be championing and celebrating those things. I don't want everyone else to be just like me. Do you know how boring that would be? It goes back to that movie, that fat pizza movie. <laughs> literally
1: making fun of every single like stereotype, yeah, stereotype yeah. but embracing it embracing it yeah. that's
0: right because like stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason because yeah. people like as a human being we can see trends it's why people you know invest on the shop on the stock market and stuff like that because they look at trends yeah. and we do that with people every single day as well and again we should be embracing the differences yeah but what I find interesting is that we seem to we, we go through these stages where, you know, we embrace this certain thing from a certain culture and then yet we're trying to push down something from somewhere else. And it's like, well no. Like, joke about everything, embrace everything, like support everything. Like it's just yeah. people are different and that's a good thing. And that's thing. fine. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. Exactly right. Because yeah, I mean the world can be a the, very boring I place. The, I
1: don't know if the divisiveness is as bad as what as what you see on TV.
0: I genuinely do It's don't... TV and social media.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Social media. I was... So, I was on the toilet this morning.
0: Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Um, Ones or twos? Twos. Nice. And I... Um, and they would have been like... Like, were they solid or were they... I can't remember because this, this... That really, means they weren't solid. This
1: really wound me up. <laughs> so, I had YouTube playing on my phone and I was listening to a Flagrant Two podcast. Right. There was talking about Coca-Cola, because they're in the news at the moment. Oh, yeah. The B Less White And then they joked about how Coke's trying all these different sugar replacements and no one really wants it. They just want to put the sugar back in. Mm. No, people want them to put the cocaine back in. Yeah, and then... Then I'll start drinking Coke for breakfast again. Facebook (laughs) had two articles back-to-back. One was how Pepsi beat Coke. Mm -hmm. And the next one was a satirical article about... Uh, the removal of sugar and replace with all the other stuff yep. now I thought we I'd opted out of of targeted advertising on that right so, but it was literally in real time mm-hmm. listening to what my phone was saying it had that data there
0: yeah yeah look I mean so I'm I wish my I wish my business was not on it yeah, okay. I know, and like I, I think the same thing. Like, I actually love to shut down my Facebook account, but it's a way that we interact with people because of the podcast too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's well, I, I'm spending much less time on it. YouTube is takes up, like I'm on YouTube. I've, all I've day. switched a lot too. I watch a lot more stuff on YouTube yeah. than I ever have before. And and again, like I like I'll scroll through Facebook now out of interest. I like to leave the occasional joke on other people's posts and stuff mm. like that, and have a little mm. chuckle, and that's cool. But I just like I do see just divisiveness on every subject, and I, it's probably because they're the people who are willing to comment on yeah. big issues. Um, Don't bother commenting. You no, are doing nothing. You'll you'll change no one's mind. You are achieving nothing. Yeah, like I saw, I saw this post, and it was, and I thought it was interesting. I should have screenshot it. I should have sent it to you. But it was this lady who was apparently a journalist at some paper, and which obviously that indicates where their values lie uh, one way or the other. And it was a picture of her, and she was sitting here like this. Now, the first thing that struck me in this in this picture was that she had bare feet, mm-hmm. right? It actually struck me because, again, like from, from a professional perspective, if you are a professional journalist or a professional of any kind, it's not normal to have a promotional photo of yourself with like corporate gear on but bare feet oh. it's not normal so it struck me and the whole it was a short video Amazing and it, the defeat. Karen. Yeah, it's why i focused on it so much <laughs> um but the whole thing was focused on about how to how she deals with people who are conspiracy theorists and it was about, she goes, and so instead of just trying to say that they're wrong, I asked them to explain their position to me in detail. And it was this whole thing of basically about um, if you have a differing opinion to mine, you're a conspiracy theorist and this is how I go to prove you wrong.
1: But at least at least her strat on, on how to do it creates an open dialogue.
0: I so think no, no no, but it doesn't. It's not an open dialogue if she has no intention on listening to understand. But it is it creates a an ability for she's got a word track she uses to manipulate you to either look silly or change your mind. But she's not listening to them to understand. Open discourse is at least the first step. True. But it's funny, isn't it, how again, like and this is probably a social media thing, but or mainstream media too. But just having any difference of opinion now makes you a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Like it used to be you had to have an extreme view on something. You used to have to believe in aliens and Area 51 to be a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Now it's if you believe a certain thing about a a political happening, you're a conspiracy theorist. And it's like, well, you know, if you believe a certain thing about like COVID or the vaccine, you're a conspiracy theorist notwithstanding the fact that one of the reasons why there's potential misinformation out there is because Dr. Fauci from America, who is spearheading the COVID response, has flip-flopped on everything he said for the last 12 months. How Like, how are people supposed to actually come up with the right thing when the guy leading the way has changed his mind on everything? Mm. So if you guys haven't seen any of the stuff, he was one of the first people who said that you shouldn't wear a mask, which was 12 months ago he said that. And then he flip-flopped later on down the track saying that... Um, I only said that you shouldn't wear a mask because I didn't want there to be mass buyouts of masks and our first responders couldn't have them. Mm. So, again, he told people two conflicting stories. He was also saying at the time that there was no way that there was going to be a vaccine created before the end of the year. Like he said that. And then, towards the end of the year, when the election looked like it was going a certain way, all of a sudden was, yep, this vaccine's good to go. And it's. So, again, he's actually spreading two different narratives, which could just be seen as covering both bases, sure. right? But how are people supposed to come up with the proper, correct viewpoint when the person leading the charge is just playing both sides of the fence? What I'd also say too, though, is, is using the term conspiracy
1: theorist is a, I would deem now as a weak reply, a weak response to a It's just
0: used to discredit people. Yeah. It's like calling... It's the new calling someone a racist. Yeah. Like if, if someone had a differing point of view, you'd call them a racist or a fascist 12 months ago, yeah. and that'd be your mic drop moment and you'd walk away because it's like... Like I've said on the podcast before, instead of trying to have discussions over ideas and actually try to figure out the truth that we always ask for... The easiest way for me to win the argument is to discredit you. Yeah, for sure. So I play the man instead of playing the ball. Yeah. Because if you play the man, then all of a sudden if I can take you out...
1: Yeah, then you, it's moot.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um, And and you're seeing that a lot. And the problem is people fall for it. People fall for it. Again, had another conversation during the week with someone who was like, I'm not going to get fooled by anything. You Mm, haven't (laughs) drunk. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Now, first of all, YouTubers, I want you to throw in the comments how much weight you think Alex just lost. Because <laughs> judging by the relief on his face, it looks significant. Yeah. But secondly, um, this brought up something interesting for me too. And I want to know what your strategies are. Because, so, my brother just had to stop the podcast to drop his AGB. Yeah. Now I had to follow him because I also needed to do number ones. Yeah. Now, when you know that you're walking into a bathroom that's just been destroyed, do you breathe through your nose or do you breathe through your mouth? Yeah, <laughs> it's a funny one too. I always had that thought because, like, I don't want to smell it, <laughs> so I'll taste it. Yeah, I know. And it's so like so. Full disclosure: I just I held my breath for as long as I could, but it was a long stream, so I had to take a breath. So I chose to breathe through my mouth. Yeah. Now again, it's like your nose has got all like the hairs for filtering, yeah. filtering. but you can smell it (laughs) but your mouth doesn't so I've got probably some of your poo particles in my mouth now. I thought
1: I thought there was a study that said that so they put like poo particle testing devices throughout a house Right. and there's almost an equal spread across the whole house so it's not Was that across your house? No. Or across someone else's house? (laughs) No.
0: Um Look, the number the number one carrier of poo particles will be your mobile phone. The number two carrier.
1: Nice. Oh, the phone. Yeah. Hey, do you disinfect your phone? Put in the comments if you disinfect your phone. So I do it religiously. I do so, it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I've got a hand sanitizer sitting at my at my desk. Yeah. And uh, I I probably do it twice a day. Mm. Just because like I'm I use it so much. Yeah. It's the most used item. So. Mm. It needs to be protected. Yeah, yeah. So from, from me.
0: So again, in in the comments, I mean, we want your strategies on uh, what you do when you're following someone who's just destroyed a toilet. What what you think our body fat percentages were at the <laughs> beginning of the podcast, <laughs> and how much weight you think Alex has lost now as well. These well, these are the important things. These are things. These are conversations that people only have in private that we need to actually bring
1: out we, there into the world. We
0: want you to put something in comments because I don't think people stay this long. Maybe not. Maybe not. I was actually considering on the way up here, um, I I was going to do do an experiment, Mm. which maybe I'll still do it on on a subsequent episode, so I might not go into it, but it was going to be an engagement experiment. So I'll tell you after after the show what it is, and I will drop it on you guys at some point. Um, Because I think it'll it'll be interesting, because obviously YouTube gives you all the stats on how long people hung around for and all those sorts of things. Is there any...
1: uh... Have we got any metrics off the other platforms?
0: Yeah, yeah. look, I will say, uh, obviously, people are doing some downloads on the other platforms, but there's probably not enough subscribers at this point in time. So if you haven't done so already, if you could subscribe to us on your audio platform of choice, that really helps out. Mm. The downloads are increasing every week. So we are getting more people on board every single week. But obviously, as that is the platform where we're actually investing money into it'd be nice to get a bit more support on that yeah plus i mean that's that is the way that i consume the majority of my podcasts because i just throw my headphones in while i'm doing other things whether it's you know going for a walk in the morning housework whatever sometimes even if i'm just playing with nate i'll have like one headphone in so i can listen to something at the same time without us having the tv on or whatever which might sound like i'm half assing parenting so um dude i've got
1: i've got youtube going all the time. It's either YouTube or, or podcasts. Mm-hmm. Those are basically the things. Like if I'm, if I'm in the office, I'll have a podcast going. Mm-hmm. I've got like little neck speakers if I'm working on cars in the, in, uh, in the shed. Yep. Uh, it, when I'm in here, I'll just set up a TV in there and I'll, I'll put YouTube on. Mm-hmm. YouTube's the best, man. It's the just, best. It's got so much stuff on it.
0: Yeah, and you can learn things. And again, when I say learn things, like I, I watch a lot of YouTube clips just on gaming now which yeah. I'd never even thought in a million years that I would do it and enjoy it, but I do yeah. because I get to learn things about the game that I didn't know.
1: I was listening to Bloomberg Technology News, right. essay, which is a YouTube channel. Yep. It is very, very polished, mm-hmm. proper presenter. Just like this, Yes. Right. Well, I want to say this. Whenever they crossed over, you could hear the host typing and shuffling papers. Right. Now... I've got, a, I've got a pretty bad setup. I just bought myself a new gaming, lab, uh, gaming PC. Mm-hmm. It's a beast. Yep. And I've got one of these mics set up at, at home. Right. But I went to a lot of trouble to make sure that when I'm playing that they can't hear my keys tapping mm. or, like, I had issues where they could actually hear the TV.
0: Yep. So I played
1: with the settings to, to drown it that. out. That's just to play video games with the boys. Mm. So I've gone to that effort... This this had like a million views in it, like yeah. on it within a couple of hours of it coming out. Yet yeah, you could hear <laughs> Russell, 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 <laughs> and I was like, "How is no one upset by that?" And I'll put it in the comments. I've, I had a couple of couple of likes already, but
0: yeah, Do you, it was just a mistake, right? It was I obviously just a mistake. Well,
1: I'll, I'll listen. I'll listen to it because I actually found it fascinating. It was a really interesting. Right. Oh, they brought something up in it that I want to talk about. Yeah, Twitter is talking about having paid follows.
0: So right, so like,
1: okay. They called, oh, I, I was going to write, I was on a walk yesterday when I was listening to it. Uh, they called like super, super follows or something. Right. Where if you like the content of some, I think it's basically an OnlyFans built into the Twitter platform. Right. And um, they think they're going to double their user base by the end of 2022. Okay. And they're going to double their revenue. Wow. So that paid model... What will suck, though,
0: is... So how does it, if, it work? So is it if you... There's only certain content that you can see that's behind a paywall, that you need to be a super follower?
1: Basically, yeah, you pay to see a certain one of your your person's premium content.
0: Right. So their bell ends and titties is <laughs> probably what it's going to end up being. Quite potentially. Yeah. Quite yeah. Potentially. But I th-
1: I think they must have seen, like, what OnlyFans has done. mm and realize, well, they want a piece of it.
0: Also oh, put it in the comments if you think Alex and I should start on Fans. But like a joint one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would probably get more. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's something that's annoyed me about tech as well, is that no one's innovating, it seems. Everyone's just imitating.
0: It's it's the like <laughs> It's the equivalent of when, because I'm a big fast food fan, but when the fast food choice bring out a new burger and it's just a variation of the old one. And it's like, you know, the... Um, obviously, you know, with KFC, for example, right? Because I had KFC yesterday. So they started with just the original recipe burger and then they brought out the Zinger fillet, right? And that was a big... That was a game changer. And then they're like, check it out, guys. Brand new burger! Zinger bacon and cheese. <laughs> We've a bacon and cheese to the Zinger burger. And it's like they just do the different variations, but or that's when they get like different better than what these guys
1: are doing. So what fate So Instagram mm-hmm. brought out Reels, which was just a copy of TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. And like that that's not so that's not a new idea. TikTok was the new idea. Mm. And you've just copied
0: it, but it, I now, was that also in innovative? a response to the fact that TikTok was getting banned at the same time because it was. Yeah, they thought they were going to buy it. Yeah, um, yeah. But but now
1: to to have Twitter basically now I've, I've said from the beginning I wish there was a paid subscription. Mm. What will suck though, and I'm sure this is what it'll end up like, but I'll be interested to see will Twitter have advertising and a pay model that you see advertising on both.
0: Of course, they will. Yeah. Because again, this is it's like what has happened to me with Foxtel. Like, Foxtel's yeah. a paid model, but I see so many, much advertising on it yeah. because, you know, I watch a lot of games that there's timeouts in. And it's like, just give me analysis, have some idiots talking about the game. That's all I want to see. But no, I don't get that. I get the same ads for NBA, 2K, whatever. So I that's why not
1: single race series that's uses AI to stitch together. Mm. The content, and you could probably have um, microphones in to all the drivers mm-hmm. and all the teams, and you can immerse yourself in the content. I think that would be.
0: Yeah. And again, cool. like the, the biggest key to anything these days is to keep it inexpensive. And speaking of which, what were your thoughts on uh, Brisbane and South East Queensland um, basically Stephen Bradburying the uh, 2032 <laughs> Olympic?
1: <laughs> it's not Stephen Bradburying because Stephen Bradbury actually went up against people. We yeah. didn't go up against anyone. So for now, those you don't know, we've won the bid.
0: Well, it's not official no. yet. Yeah. But we're basically celebrating that we've won the the chance to host the twenty thirty two Olympic Games because there are no other bidders that are on it. I'll tell you my thoughts. Yes. It's the only logical one.
1: This this is the, this is the one that we should do. Mm-hmm. And the reason is the infrastructure already exists. So yep. the, in history, the only Olympic Games in Olympics history mm-hmm. to have been profitable was San Francisco, right? The second time. Okay. Because they used the the infrastructure from the first time.
0: But it used it was a rule from the IOC that you needed to build new infrastructure. Yeah, no, until now, new, which yeah. they have just changed. And again, I think well, it,
1: it must have changed back because San Francisco they. They, that, was, that was a known thing that was in like the
0: 50s or something. They yeah, didn't have okay. to build a new one. Well, again, I think, obviously, since the 50s, like, like the IOC is one of the, the most corrupt um, organisations on the planet. Uh, yeah. Like th- This is the IOC's model. We're going to hold a tender process, um, which looks like you need to tender to us, but it's really which of you gives us the largest brown paper bags yep. to, to hold it in your city. Then, when we bring our event to your city, which we're not bringing anything except the rights to, to put it on, sure. you guys pay for everything, including you need to build new state-of-the-art infrastructure, even though you've got some old stuff, yep. but it needs to be new because the Olympics is the Olympics, it's the pinnacle, so you need to invest all of this money to have a, what, two, is it two or three week event? Probably yep. two weeks, which the IOC gets the lion's share of the revenue from, and I think it's actually all of it. Mm-hmm. And you haven't even
1: got the worst part yet, but carry on.
0: And then we just leave afterwards. No, okay. Then you get all
1: the, the people to pay to go, mm-hmm. and the athletes, who you go there to watch, get nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like the athletes do it for the chance to get potentially an endorsement deal for the next slave four labour. years. Yeah. It's slave labor.
1: Yeah. It's, you it's... could never do that in in like in any other...
0: Oh, sorry, it did come up in
1: the last grand final, the dancers... Because apparently the dancers for the pre-game, which grand final, I can't remember. What sport was it? Football. <laughs> which football? Yes. <laughs> so, the ad was like those. Those dancers don't get paid, and mm. they said, "Oh, but this might give you the shot to get on such and such." Bullshit. Oh, <laughs> They're wearing masks. Yeah. Like, this, I could go and say, "Yeah, I was that one. I was that one there yeah. in the top right." So. Uh, and I think they should be paid because there's a lot of money ma- being made Absolutely. in those events. And we're yeah. paying tickets for it. Mm-hmm. These athletes, that are, and they're working their asses off mm-hmm. and and
0: for nothing. And a lot of them aren't allowed to be... Profe- we clean. can't be professional. That's the whole thing about the Olympics is you can't have gone pro and then go and compete at the Olympics. I don't uh, Explain that to me. Why is that the case? I, I don't understand. That it makes no sense to me. I thought it was supposed to be about finding the best of the best. Well, I, I, look, I don't really know, but if I had to guess, I think it was because it was a tradition from the past which made sense in the past. And then, again, somewhere along the lines when professional athletes actually started getting paid good money, um, I think it was the only way for the Olympics to actually still hold on to some of the best athletes. Because anyone who's getting paid mad dollars isn't going to the Olympics. It's why often no, but they would if you could, but they can't. No, but the Olympics doesn't want to pay them anything.
1: Yeah, I, I understand. No, I understand that. Yeah, but Floyd Mayweather should be able to go. Like, wouldn't he like to go win a gold medal as the best boxer of all time
0: but, and bit the richest guy? But Floyd Money May- Mayweather, if he he's not going to do it for free, but he can't under the current rules. He can't. Yeah, yeah, I know. But that's the whole thing. But That's why I think that they do it because it's like, we want to get all these up-and-comers before they turn pro, so we don't have to pay them anything. So if we can sell the prestige mm. of the gold medal, we get the... It's the slave labour thing. Yeah, we get them, them for free. you wouldn't a
1: rule, you, you would just say... You could easily say, that's fine, you don't get paid, but you get the glory of the gold medal. You don't create a rule where you say, you can't be pro. That's... A, we need to yeah. Put in the comments if you know, know the reason. Yeah, if you why. know what the
0: actual reason is. But look, the IOC is corrupt. FIFA is corrupt. Like, all these big sporting organizations there it's, everyone's, I think, not everyone, but a lot of people are starting to realise how corrupt these places yeah. are. And again, I'm not surprised that in this day and age, there is no country that's vying to, to hold an Olympics. Oh, here's something. Um, So Japan's supposed to have an Olympics this year. They will have it. Yeah, because the IOC said they had to. So the Japanese government had come out going, we're considering either cancelling or postponing the Olympics because of COVID, because we have a global pandemic mm. where we shouldn't be holding an event where you're bringing athletes from all across the world to our country. Mm. And the IOC actually came out and said, no, 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 you won't be cancelling. We're in the business of organising Olympic games, not cancelling them.
1: Yeah, that I—that's not what I'd heard. So I don't know what news, sort of.
0: What had you heard?
1: I had just heard that it was discussions between the government and it was the government that was saying, like, it depends on what the landscape of the, the time looks like. Mm-hmm. They're, they're aiming for it, so they want all the athletes to train for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just whether it's safe or not.
0: But to even imagine that. Like, imagine being one of those athletes. Like, I I saw it last weekend um, at the UFC. So you, most UFC fighters, if you've got a fight booked, if you get a full camp, it's like eight to 12 weeks that you'll train. So it's three months, let's call it. And then now you've got this situation with, you know, global pandemics. You've got quarantine issues, right? If you're flying um, to different countries. So it was bizarre. I have, I've not seen this happen before where a fighter last weekend, like the, the fight before him finishes and then they play his call-out music. So he, he walks out to the octagon, gets in the middle of the octagon. Chaz Skelly, I think is this guy's name. And then the announcer comes out and says that due to um, health circumstances, the other guy won't be making the walk. So this, Chaz is literally in the middle of the article going, the what f- did I just do? What the fuck? And the, the problem with the, the UFC and how the pay scale works is you can get a show bonus and a win bonus. And it's usually like, they're 50, they're usually the same money for most fighters. So... He might have been getting paid forty grand to show, which means I have to make weight and everything like mm-hmm. that, and actually make the walk, and forty grand if he wins. So they interviewed him afterwards, and they were like, what's running through your head right now? And he goes, uh, do I still get my win bonus? Like, it's half his paycheck. Oh, so the guy didn't even... No, so apparently what had happened was the guy just all of a sudden started having mad back spasms and couldn't compete out the back. Okay. So he couldn't actually make the walk. So Chaz Skelly's made the walk, so he gets his show money, sure. but it's like... of my paycheck was based around me winning this fight, which I have trained for three months out of my life. Spend
1: more than 40 grand.
0: Which I've now had to do quarantine in um, like where the event was and I have to do quarantine when I get home. So it's probably four months out of my life. Now I've lost 50% of my paycheck because he can't compete. So what about these these Olympic athletes who are being told to train for an event that they're not getting paid for that might not happen anyway?
1: Oh, well, at least they know. It's zero. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't guess so. You're not, not really losing
0: anything, are you? Yeah, we've got to this up because I've got a custom coming. Sweet as. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. We'll see you next RDA. Bye.